this is similar to an idea that I had, I think, or somebody had on a previous episode. I couldn't find it, though. But it came up recently. I was watching a TV show on Netflix called Adam Ruins Everything. It's about, like, a, a skeptic guy. It's like a comedy show similar to Penn & Teller's bullshit. He's from Funny or Die, and he basically, like, talks about, like, like a topic like uh, donating to charity or um, – that was the one I was looking at was donating to charity or like marriage or funerals. And he talks about all the bullshit about a certain topic. And so I was watching the one about charity and they were talking about food drives, like where you donate cans of food. And he was saying that they're um, complete BS, that uh, most of the shelters and like food banks would rather have money and they can buy cheaper food in bulk with cash. But the only reason they do food drives is because it makes the community feel better, like that they're giving. And so my thought was, well, if you're going to get people together to let them feel good, why don't we do that about something that actually does help people, like optimally, unlike the food drives. And so my idea for that, I call it helper fairs. So what you do is like every year or every three months or something, a community would have like a week-long thing, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like at a church or gymnasium in a school or something. And like it'd be based on a theme. Based on that theme, like let's say the theme is clothes, people would come by to donate clothes. Like old ladies with sewing machines would come by to like sew things in in um repair clothes and like uh you could donate clothes those days and uh you could sell used clothes like a uh, yard sale ish type thing so it would be like a community getting together on a topic and so i had a few other like themes one of them would be like computers so like it could be a weekend where all the computer nerds like me and dan would go <laughs> in and old ladies would come in with their uh, Windows 98 old PCs and we would try to fix them or whatnot. And uh, it'd be a way for us to socialize and meet like maybe single women in the neighborhood, you know, uh, and like uh, meet our neighbors. That, like I've never met most of my neighbors, you know. And then like there could be like a baby slash kid one where people who have kids like they could find babysitters, like kids who want to babysit can like go and interview parents and it could be like selling baby clothes and stuff, sharing tips and sharing like use, not use diapers, but like whatever, <laughs> whatever they share, whatever people who own babies share, own babies. Um, <laughs> you can tell I'm a parent based on the terminology <laughs> I use. Um, <laughs> there could be a food slash cooking one. You could have like old ladies bringing in leftovers and with crock pots and they could like make you recipes and teach you how to cook like uh, introductory cooking courses and selling old cooking like Tupperware crap, whatever. Uh, you could have like a toys and hobbies one for like people who use drones and like kids toys and like uh, out maybe sporting goods and uh, there could be a, a travel agent one where uh, my mom, she loves like traveling and like helping people book vacations and like this is where I went and like go to this restaurant when you're in Cancun and shit like that. Like uh, his travel agent doesn't really exist anymore. 
except for maybe for super rich. But like people, like my mom could just do that for socializing, like not necessarily get paid. And then there could be like a fitness one where you, uh, people show you how to work out and they, they recruit like people for at home fitness classes and, uh, sell like used yoga mats, whatever. There could be a 3D printing one, uh, finance, small business. But it'd be like, uh, if you had like all those different categories, like once a month, it'd be like a way for people to like, if you need a piece of clothing fixed, that's where you would go. Or if you're poor and you need handouts for a certain thing, that's where you would go. It'd be a way to bring the community together for shit that helps people, not well, just overpriced canned goods. Part of me wishes this podcast were uh, on video so you could all see Tom's hand movements as he talks. It's great. I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> I'm just – it's great, Tom. Okay. <laughs> um, Tom, so when you say that they don't like the cans, does that mean they're not using them or they would rather have money, obviously, but they are using the cans, right? Eh, I suppose they are. I mean, I don't remember exactly what they said on the ad. It ruins everything. It's on Netflix. You can watch it. But they did say they can buy a lot more in bulk, like per dollar. I think they do get like a lot of like vegetables that people don't really prefer to eat at the food drives. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Any thoughts on like my idea? There's a lot to take in, Tom. It kind of sounds like the app next door. Have you ever used it before? No, I heard about it a little bit. I didn't know that you could. Kind of similar to that in that like you can post and say, hey, I want to do this. And then people can join in on you and and do that. It it can be as much as like going in on some like crops together, stuff like that and fundraising and volunteering and stuff. And then it can be like literally people lending you baby clothes or giving you baby clothes and stuff. Yeah, I, I guess there's some overlap there. I had heard of Nextdoor on the news because people use it like, oh, there's a suspicious car in the neighborhood and they like badmouth their neighbors. Like this neighbor had the music on and like, I guess there's more Yeah, positive. or someone will say, oh, I have too many eggs from my chicken coop. Let me know if you want some. Hmm. You know, it can be weird like that too. I see room for both apps. Well, mine isn't really an app. It's almost like a combination of a yard sale slash goodwill slash we're going to fix the hole in your jeans, like custom repair stuff. Yeah. So part of the intention is to to bring people together so they're not alone all the time. They know who their neighbors are. Next door, I guess, does that sort of on a person-to-person basis, but there's not a bunch of people going to a place at the same time. I don't know if it fosters necessarily a sense of community as much. There's an app called Meetup. It's like people get together based on different interest groups. Yeah, I did that once. What I found is that people are boring. There's no interesting meetups. Depends which ones you go to. Do you have an example of a fun meetup that you went to? I go to uh, Ann Arbor New Tech meetup all the time. It's like seeing uh, Shark Tank. That show Shark Tank where people pitch their ideas. Who are they pitching to in New Tech? Yeah. There's investors there. It's a huge tech community. I would love to go to one of those. It's just on meetup.com? Yeah, Ann Arbor New Tech. Yeah, I'll have to do that. Pitch one of my stupid podcast ideas. Or Camilla could pitch her uh, dead person message idea. (laughs) Uh, They take it pretty seriously there. But do you need like a prototype or something? No, just like you got to email them in advance. With the idea or just to show up? What what you want to talk about. 
No, uh, you just RSVP. There's always like 150 or so people there. But there's the young professionals meetups, uh, different music meetups, drinking meetups. Not that I've been to those in a while. What I found is it was all like things that I found boring, like uh, knitting or church things or uh, yoga or reading book clubs. Like nothing that I found interesting. Oh, okay. You got to keep looking, Tom. Tech stuff, which is like work tech stuff. That one was interesting only because of my creative ideas. It's not like a fun thing. Ah. I wouldn't think. Hmm. Although I went to one once for iPhone developers and they had a Vive or an Oculus there. And it was like a year before they got released to the public. It's pretty so cool. I got to try out an Oculus. I think Oculus came first, right? I'm not sure. Whatever. Oculus got bought by Facebook for a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, um, so, so yeah, another thing about my uh, helper fairs is that uh, it could be like a yard sale or like it could be a second source of income for people like who who have sewing machines and they want to fix stuff. They could either fix it on the fly or they could like take orders and then hmm. like people could drop it off and they could fix it and return it like days later. And if you had a bunch of communities that had these helper fairs, people could travel from helper fair to helper fair around like their general area. Hmm. Like some people do that for like flea markets. Like like community recycling. Yeah. But huh. it's more than that. It's recycling, donating, selling, repairing, all in the one place. Before it finally hits a landfill. Yeah. Um, another thing I had for this is that uh, I think it's called the Tetris effect. And basically when you make something public, like the the video game Tetris, like – there was a world record that was like pretty stagnant, like it didn't change much over 15 years. And then all of a sudden, like Facebook and social media and like in Twitch, people could broadcast their world record. And all of a sudden, people saw how other people beat the game or how their gameplay worked. Yeah. It's an interesting thing, like that applies to lots of things, like with visibility of what other people are doing, people get better at stuff. Same thing with, like, world records in Olympics. Like, once one person does the 900 on a skateboard, other people know it's possible, so they all can do it the next year. Hmm. So if you have things like this where people get together to repair things and, like, uh, do, like, homemade businessy things, the Tetris effect could take in, into effect. It could spawn, like, new industries of, like, amateur arts and crafts and sewing machine repair hmm. stuff, like create like a whole new economy of personalized stuff i always thought the tetris effect i always knew it as uh like because you, you play that game so long you see pieces falling like in real life that's what i thought the uh, tetris effect was there's another name for the the thing about breaking world records once you see other people how other people do it mm. maybe it's not the tetris effect whatever i saw an example of that for tetris um yeah, so some negatives for that idea. Um, people might not volunteer, especially for the computer one. There might be, like, too many people wanting their computers fixed and not enough people to fix them. Computer nerds are like cats. Like, it's hard to herd them together in a spot unless there's, like, comic books there. I suppose you could bring comic books there. Lure them in. Yeah. Um there might be like some snobbery, like the church people could like take over and like bully other people out. 
um, might kill local businesses. So you've got people like Walmart on the top killing local businesses. Now you'd have people on the low end. So it'd be like they'd be getting attacked from both ends. Like an ordinary small business, like a computer repair shop, maybe Amazon is killing them because you can just buy cheap electronics or whatever. So the big company is taking away their business. And then all of a sudden there's this for like amateur repair people yeah. to like kill even more. So it would be killing the, the middle size, the small size business even more, hmm. which is probably a bad thing. Although they're probably already dead now, most of the small businesses anyway. Um, any last ideas on the helper fairs? Would you guys participate either to buy stuff or to uh, help people out in your community? Are you trying to frame me and make me look like a bad person? Exactly. I definitely want to find out more. I want to find out more about how I can help people. I don't know. I honestly, I thought the same thing about next door that it was a really great concept and that it would help me get more involved in my community. But at the end of the day, there's only so many hours in my day. You know, the reason that I think cams work, for example, is that it's an easy way to make a small impact, even if it's not a big impact or if you don't have the ability to give money. It's still something. How long has it been since either of you done volunteer work? It's been a long time. I uh, I can't remember the last time I did volunteer work. I did it once. I did Habitat for Humanity through work, but I got heat exhaustion about an hour in and I had to quit. <laughs> yeah, it did happen. The last time I did volunteer work was because I got arrested in college for drinking oh, and they shit. forced me to. Yeah. I didn't do it out of the kindness and the goodness of my heart. <laughs> if my work wasn't so stressful, like if I was unemployed, I would probably do it just to get out of the house. If I was retired, I would probably do it. So yeah, maybe people our age wouldn't do it as much. 